Welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Juliana Osborne. This is Inside Exec. Today we're going to revisit a topic that we have talked about before. We're going to look at it from a couple of different angles, and that is about presenting to senior executives. So first and foremost, obviously, we know that you're going to be nervous uh, or have some trepidation or anxiety in the presentation itself. You've got important information that you want to impart, and we're going to look at both the physical presentation and an online presentation and some of the things that might catch you out in those situations. There could be two reasons why you're presenting. One, you've been invited in or you ask to present because you, you're trying to get across a point or ask for something. It's like with everything, prepare, prepare, prepare. And then know your audience. So in this case, you know it's a senior management. You know that they really normally got 3 million things on their plate at once. Their attention span is spread. So you want to get the maximum out of that. So your presentation has got to be focused on straight away coming in. Why is she in the room? Why is he in the room? So your purpose. What are you trying to, to do And what's the outcome? Are you asking them to think about the concept? Are you trying to ask them to commit to funds? Are you um, asking approval? Or are you addressing a situation that went wrong and they're saying, you know, we heard this went wrong and now you're doing something about fixing it and make sure it doesn't happen again. Whatever it is, make sure that you communicate all of those things in a presentation format and very clear and very succinctly. Always allow time and be prepared for questions. You could very well say questions at the end, but the reality is sometimes in those sort of situations, people want to know here and now. Welcome the interruption, be prepared, and see where they're going with the question. That will lead you to expand on a point or reduce a point because it's covered. So it's the normal presentation techniques. It's the normal knowing your audience, prepare, make sure you start off with the summary and outcome, if you like, and what you expected. So you've got their attention. This is on the presentation. And then in a second, let's talk about whether you're in the room or virtually. Let's talk a bit more about that. And then I want to talk about what's in it for you. Quick tips for this sort of thing is know the amount of time that you've got to do your presentation before you start. So you're going to do it within a meeting of some description or whether it's a a presentation, a standalone presentation, know exactly how much time you've got or you have been allocated for this particular presentation and stick to it because the worst thing you can do with this group of people is go over time. You can go under time and you can say, well, that's it and and make yourself look efficient of their time and their expertise and and they might appreciate the fact that you haven't taken as much time as you as, as had been allocated to you. So know the timing and really stick to the timing and understand how long your presentation is going to take in terms of that timing. So you've got to practice it, as Juliana said, and you've got to time yourself, not think, oh, well, that was about the right time. Actually time yourself so that you give yourself the right amount of time for the important parts of your presentation. In, in the terms of the presentation format, It's the same as I would say to anyone, whatever you are doing, regardless of the length of time, 
tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. If they listen to nothing else, they get the summary at the beginning, or if they're not switched on through all of that and they just hear the end bit, they get the summary at the end. So it's tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. I think that's probably the, the major points that I wanted to put forward in terms of the uh, overall presentation. And now we might go back and talk about the difference between in-person and online because sometimes in these times we're going to have to do these presentations online and we've warned you before about your online presence and about getting the Zoom or the Skype meeting the right way or whatever it is, whatever system you're using. But we will remind you again in terms of the background that you've got. You know, if you're doing it from home or doing it from another venue, make sure that the background isn't distracting. I'm not saying have it plain necessarily, but make sure it's not distracting and there's not movement behind you of any kind. It might just be a curtain moving in the background, but it will be distracting for someone who's trying to listen to what you've got to say. Biggest issue I see at the moment is about the position of the camera. So, so do a practice run. Know the position of the camera because if you are sitting too high on your chair and you've got, you're using a laptop, for example, then mostly what people are seeing is up your nose or your throat and that doesn't help with a presentation. <laughs> uh, aligned with that is where the camera is positioned on your machine. So if you, you look at the camera rather than the screen. We all have a tendency to look at the screen, at the person that we can see on the screen or the people we can see on the screen. What that looks like from the other end is that you're looking sideways. It doesn't look like because you're not looking at the camera. So the camera is just seeing the side uh, view of, of where your eyes are going. So, so be aware of that as well. And all of this comes back to having a look at what you look like and understanding that what you see on the screen is what everyone can see. So they can see as wide as the screen is. They can see up your nose if needs be. Now, you won't see this on video. I'm doing all of this <laughs> on the video, but on the call, just be aware of those things, where the camera is, where you're looking and what the background is like. Lastly on that is the distance that you are from the camera. So if you're doing a presentation where you're showing something, so you, you might have a, a whiteboard behind you and you want to show some information on the whiteboard, you might have a model of something that you want to show. And so you think, well, I'll put that on the table and I'll stand behind it. Just be aware of what, once again, what people can see on their screen. So if it's not close enough, they can't see you, they can't see what you're doing. And my suggestion for that is to have two accounts, to have two cameras so that you can switch from one to the other so they can see the, the model or the item that you want to show them on one screen and then they can see you talking on another screen. And that's just a matter of you getting two links from the person who's running the meeting and having two, two devices. So you might have a phone and you might have a laptop that you're using and, and just switching the view from one to the other so that people can see what you're doing as well as hear what you're saying. They're my tips. These are very useful because I have to keep reminding myself as well and we talk about it between ourselves and Kim and I guide each other as well, which is really good. Now, one very, very important thing, a couple of key things. When you're presenting, there is the side benefit, if I could call it that, and a very, very key one, and that is 
this is your opportunity for the senior management team to see you directly. They probably know of your work, they know about your reputation, they know about your performance through other channels, but really this is an opportunity for them to get to know you and see you and your personality and all of that. So focus a bit on that, not with the view to do anything special, but be yourself, but focus about enjoy that, enjoy that and not just say, I'm there, I'm nervous. That aspect of it is really important. The other one that I felt I got a lot out of was more about learning, learning from the that group's reaction. It's so much to see and hear and learn, whether you're in person or on video, you could see the questions they asked, why they asked them. What did that generate? It generated a discussion. You hear the different parts of the organization's representative having a discussion about it. You end up into a strategic point being demonstrated. You end up in style. You end up in some politics even. But the main thing is that you learn how people in that environment behave, what you like, what you don't like about it, and what's your own style. So to me, it's, it's really a great way to learn and grow about leadership, here and now thinking, um, how does that affect our financials, how whatever it is we, we talk and we're talking about, whether it's the shareholder discussion, whether it's the staff discussion, whether it's our market discussion, you'll end up being even more informed than when you walked in the room, and so will they. Because you're bringing that, you're the subject matter expert, if you like, or the area where that situation has happened. So they'll be relying on you and they will be, you know, learning from that. They have the opportunity to ask you questions, which should always be welcome. Even if it looks like I'm questioning you, that's okay. Because this is your opportunity to give the background, whether something went right or wrong, to give the full picture and that you are in control or you learn from it or whatever the situation is, or you're introducing a concept that nobody's come up with. So what are the risks and what are the returns? Or you're catching up with competitors, so you're trying to get ahead of them, that sort mm. of The important part of that is about you recognising that you're the subject matter expert and remembering that all the way through the presentation. So you don't don't need to argue the point with people who are asking questions. You're the subject matter expert. Let them have their say. Let them ask their questions and be independent and non-reactionary in yeah. your responses to them. So remember that you are the subject matter expert. Always keep the group at arm's length. Don't argue the toss with them. If it looks like it's degenerating into toing and froing then that's the, uh, the job for whoever's running the committee to, to pull that back. It's not your job to say, well, let's not argue about it. This is the answer. You refer back to the chairman or whoever is running the committee or the, the meeting and say, through you, chair, or through you, whoever it is, may I ask if the, the group is finished with uh, information from me and step away from that situation because you don't know what might have caused that. You don't know that you're just being used as a scapegoat for some other argument that's been ongoing through the rest of the meeting. So be situationally aware, as I would always tell you to be, yeah. and remember you are the subject matter expert and take solace in the fact that 
if nothing else, you are the subject matter expert and that you are there because they need the information from you. They can't get it any other way. So remember that, that you're there to provide them with all of the information they need to make their decision. You don't have to make the decision for them, but you do need to give them all of the tools to be able to make the decision. And in saying that, don't overload them with information. So if you've got a stack of statistics or diagrams or technical jargon that you need them to have or you think they should have to understand, get it to them before the meeting is the best scenario. And if you can't present it to them after you've done your presentation, but before you leave the room. Don't give it to them before you've done the presentation if you haven't given it to them before the actual meeting because all they'll do is they will flick through that and they won't listen to what you've got to say. So you just at the beginning of it, you say, there is a lot of technical jargon that you need to get through. I wasn't able to get it to you before the meeting. I have brought it with me today. I'll do my presentation. And then that information is there for substantiation of the things that I'm saying. Basically, you, you've got to give them all the facts and they have a complete picture. That's the best thing you can do. So they make their decision based on the complete picture and all the facts and not just part of it or um, from a certain aspect or point of view of a different area of the organisation. Your job is to give them everything they need completely so they can make a decision. One last thing I will suggest is that you develop your a personal style for your presentations. So it might be that you decide that the best way, that the way that you're most comfortable in terms of you presenting information is to start with a, the same phrase every time you do a presentation. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that people hear that particular way of starting because it's about you being comfortable and that is your personal style and so they'll get used to it and they'll they'll be there and they'll be saying I wonder what day I use a date I always start mine with a date so I wonder what date she's going to use this time you know so we'll have to be ready because we've got to work out what the date means so it it builds some anticipation but what it also does for you and that's this is more important is that it gives you a format that you're always going to use that is that lessens your nerves, that makes you comfortable about doing the presentation because you know it's in this format. It follows this path each time and it is reflective of you. The worst thing you can do in these situations is going, you know, I have to appear like I'm in the suit and tie because this is senior executives and I'll present it this way and they'll look at you and they'll think, well, who's this person that comes into the room because that's not the person we see at work and we are why they like that. And they're focused on why you're different to the person they know rather than the information that you're giving them. The more you take time to develop your personal style of presentation, the more comfortable you will be and the more opportunity you have for people to listen to the information rather than worry about you. Now, I got the last say, so I'm going to finish here. (laughs) There we have it, our take on presenting for senior executives, whether it's online or in person. For now, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Juliana Osborne. This is Inside Exec.